Hey everybody, it's your girl Lauren Reed right here on What A Ice Radio and you are now tuned in to the biggest, baddest, the livest show on internet radio, The Lauren Reed Live Show. Let's go. This is go. a public service announcement sponsored by Just Blaze and the good folks at Rockefeller Records. Fellow Americans. Hey, it's your girl Lauren Reed and you are now locked into Lauren Reed Live right here on What A Ice Radio, the show where you get a little scoop of everything. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Ho, H to the O-V. I used to move snowflakes by the O-Z. I guess even back then you can call me CEO of the R-O-C, Ho. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Jay the Gentleman, and you're listening to Lauren Reed Live on Water Ice Radio, powered by WaterIce.com, your scoop to everything Philly. Now let's go! What's up, what's up, what's up, everybody? It's your girl, Lauren Reed, right here on What A Ice Radio. It is the Lauren Reed Live Show, and we are back, everybody. Yeah. A little summer break. Yeah. Slightly. We've been working. It really wasn't a break. I've been working. Yeah. We've so, been out here. Jay is here. What's the up? whole Water Ice family is here. How we doing? Jay, the gentleman, what's popping? Everything. Summer's pretty much done. Yep. Uh, you think it's done? Yeah. My summer's done. Like, it's already July. Okay. All like, right. It literally is happening. Birthday's coming up. It is. Are it is. Yeah. Okay. Uh, might go to like a you know fifty dollar you know all you can eat brunch at the Ritz. Yo, or something. you're wilding so. right now. <laughs> <laughs> like I want to restart this. <laughs> like, you're drawing right I now. I want to keep it going. You know what I'm saying? I mean, uh, a little some light. You know, on a Sunday. You Can't know. Can't tell you shit, <laughs> yo. <laughs> nah, I'm chilling, man. I'm just working. You know, we got a lot of things cooking. We got Water Ice Weekend coming yes, up. Yes, I'm so excited. Actually, it's our fifth year anniversary yeah. of WaterIce.com. Shout out to Hector everybody. over there. Shout out to Hector <laughs> the um, I'm really excited about Water Ice Weekend this we year. We also have the uh, uh, Soul in the City. Soul in the City, we gotta everybody. got to play that really quick. Yes, so Soul in the City is the hottest artist showcase of the summer in Philadelphia. We have a... St- great lineup we have a uh, artist named mark he's coming through be easy mm-hmm. we have Jadea. we she's been on the show before. q banks also q banks has also been on the show and our headliner is you know the queen of r&b in the city of philadelphia miss suzanne christine yes she is coming to blaze the stage at warehouse on watts july 25th thursday get your tickets Yo, link the, in tickets, bios. the tickets are ten dollars yeah y'all. like stop playing like Really, stop playing. It's like, $10. you can't go anywhere for $10 and get a good show. You know, Warehouse on Watts, ha- on Watts has the drinks flowing. Yep. It's going to be a good time. We're going to have some vendors there, too, as well. Nice. You guys got to come out. I'm really excited about it. It's Water Ice Radio's first event. Whoa. Um, and I think it's going to be amazing. I think we're going to pack the house out. I think so, too. It's going to be good. It's going to be I can't fun. wait. I already I'm got my really, fit. Really I'm like, I'm ready to go. 
I think I had my fit. Yeah. I think I had my fit. Okay. Um, I don't really want to tell everybody, but shout out to a really cool designer pop up that yeah. we went to. Yeah. And I think I got my outfit. Yeah. I think I'm, I'm, I think I'm straight. Word. All right, I'm with it. All but right. right now we got a show. Yes, we do have a we show. We have a really everybody. special guest. Yeah. She's the senior aide to the CEO of La Cologne Coffee. She's the yes. right hand woman. She's running ish in the city. I wanted to have her on the show for a long time. This is her first podcast. But I think she's going to do Ever. Good. Yes, first ever. So I love it. without further ado, round of applause. We got Heather Cotter here. Hey. How you doing? I'm well. How are you? I cannot complain. Like I said before, I, I was I told Lauren, like, yo, we should reach out to Heather. I think she'll be dope for the show. Yes. Uh, we got some movers and shakers that we've interviewed. So I think she's definitely in that. That, uh, yeah, that's that what we tier. do here. We we bring on the movers and shakers in the city, and we were. I was like, let's get her. Yeah, let's go. And she was like, cool, let's do it. I know that's that's the easy ones. I like the easy ones. <laughs> Respond back. I have and no like, idea what I'm sure, doing. Sure, <laughs> let's go. Let's go for it. Yeah. So thank you, Heather, for coming on to the show. Um, when people hear La Cologne, they're like, oh, is that that coffee company that's kind of like Starbucks? And, and I'm really not gonna. Like, I'm not even saying this because you're here, but La Cologne is my favorite coffee. Like, I've tried a lot of it's different. It's good to hear. Yeah, so, it really is. I'll say this. I'm not a coffee drinker, mm-hmm. but when I went there and I had their coffee, I had an iced coffee. It was amazing. But I'm going to be honest. I'm more of a fan of the food. The mm-hmm. food right. is mm-hmm. dope. Yes, I'll give you that. <laughs> uh, more of the food. In, in the ambiance, I was at the one on Fish in Fishtown. Mm-hmm. I guess that's where your headquarters is, yeah. correct? Yeah. Um, in the ambiance there was great. The feel was good. good I loved vibes. everything. About, it was great yeah. vibes there. Free Fish Wi-Fi. You know. good. Yeah. We also have tea. Okay, so you good can, to know. We have good. iced tea, we have hot tea, we have green tea. All right, so cool. Tea. When I ask you later, coffee or tea, it's not really like a conflict of interest that you say if you like tea, right? Yeah, okay. no, not at all. <laughs> all right, bet. <laughs> Perfect. All right, but before La Cologne, let's start and let's talk about you. Um, how did you kind of like get your start in the industry? Hmm, so it was kind of an accident. Oh, okay. Um, so I'm from Virginia. Nice. I went to Penn State for undergrad and then went to temple for of course she went to temple we had a building (laughs) house everywhere everywhere i ended up staying Uh i worked for the city of philadelphia and i was focused on tech and startup um at the department of commerce and um as a part of that role i got to go to south by southwest down in austin texas and um todd carmichael who are you know ceo of la cologne he Happened to be down there. Uh, one of my colleagues from the city was like, that's him. You know, I had never seen him before. And I, like, walked up and was like, hey, you going to take shots with me and all my colleagues? And yeah. he was like, sure. Yeah. Um, and then we probably had, like, a brief exchange. And and that was that. Never saw him again after that. And then Philly Tech Week a month and a half after. Never means a month and a half after. Right. <laughs> um, he had a talk on um, briefcase to billionaire. So, mm. like, you know... Here I am, an MBA graduate, you know, I think in your business school programs, you're told to fit into a box. Mm -hmm. And then you have this CEO that's grown this company into a billion dollar company and he's dropping F-bombs and he's basically just being real with (laughs) the entire audience. Mm -hmm. And so I had two draft lattes. There's like, you know, that's the equivalent of four coffees. So I was hype and I was sitting in reserve seats that I probably shouldn't have been sitting in, but (laughs) no one was sitting in the reserve seat. So I was in the front row. And so as soon as he was done, I like hopped up and was like, Todd. (laughs) Remember me, shots? (laughs) (laughs) So this is, yeah, here in Philly, Philly Tech Week. Um, And like, I just remember like talking to him and him having hope and fury the following month um, at at La Colombe in Fishtown, which was their concert series, or our concert series, actually. Um, 
And him saying, like, you're going to come. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, you're the Michael Jackson of business for me. <laughs> and now, like, that was before, like, all the – before Michael Jackson was yeah. muted. Right. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's how. And so the following week, he asked me to coffee. By the end of the hour, he offered the job. And wow. it was, like – Talk know, about shooting your shot. Yeah. yeah really he quick transition. Gym. Yeah. And so I guess what I would say to my friends is, like, never be afraid. Like, everybody bleeds mm -hmm. and – so, you know, breeze air, and all breeze that air, stuff. just like you. So, had human. you done um, any research on the company or his like story before you actually got to meet him at South by Southwest? No. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. It was just something like I think I want to. I think it was just like a, a connection of people. Sure. Like, mm -hmm. like I think you know, businesses, everything's people. So people get things to move. Like if I didn't know you, I wouldn't be here. You mm -hmm. know, like it's all about like. You know, like if you vibe out with someone. Mm -hmm. So if we're vibing, like why wouldn't you trust me? Because right. like there are plenty of other people you don't vibe with, right? For Absolutely. Sure. <laughs> so For sure. what was the question? <laughs> um, I was did saying, you did, did you research the company, the company or, and no, stuff before yeah, you had met him? No. So, okay. It was just the vibe. I just researched the draft lattes in my mouth. So the the the, <laughs> the, sh the shots that you got for him at South Bend, what, what was the drink of choice? Um, what was the liquor or spirit of choice? It was whiskey. It was nine shots of whiskey. They were five dollars each. Whoa. Thank God, because it was Texas. Yeah. So shout out to Texas. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Cheap shots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that your first time at South by Southwest? That was my first time. Yeah. How was your experience there? Everyone talks so highly of it. Yeah, it was good. I think it's really. Um, so we have a tight knit mm -hmm. tech community here in Philadelphia. Yes. Um, but if you, you like, you don't know what you don't know, right? You don't mm -hmm. know who does what unless you're like, you know, diving in and really right. taking the time to like show up to events. Um, South by Southwest is like wonderful, high level networking. It like is kind of like, you know, you pay $250 to go to a conference. Like you're kind of like, you know, elevating yourself above people who probably wouldn't pay that. Okay. I, I mean, that sounds a little... No, but it's real though. But it's like now, now you have like these people who have their businesses, like businesses that they work for, who are investing in them mm -hmm. to go to South by Southwest. They must be someone. Right. I, I think that's like the. It's the almost like an investment. It. You have to invest in yourself to kind of put yourself out there to be able to do it. Yeah. Like most people mm -hmm. are known to go for like what to free networking events. Yeah. But if you're actually willing to travel mm -hmm. to go to a networking event, gotta get lodging and all yeah. the other stuff like that. You're really putting yourself yeah. out there. So yeah. all those like minds in the same place so mm -hmm. that makes sense I'm and then like that. if you see someone in philly and then they're in in austin and then you talk to them right. and hang out with them in austin like automatically like when you get back to philadelphia mm -hmm. they're elevated in your mind because you guys experience the same thing you sure. guys know it like if i say relatable by, yeah right. exactly That's so, so we're gonna go back to your title senior aide oh, what exactly that does that entail like, yeah what are your day-to-days um, so it'd be uh, like the traditional chief of staff role mm -hmm. where there's communication um, interdepartmentally. So um, La Coloma is 25 years old, mm -hmm. right? It's grown tremendously mm -hmm. in the past four years For because sure. of our yeah. consumer packaged goods line. Um, that's the draft latte mm -hmm. cans that you guys see. Love them. Um, and so in that yeah. change, you know, the CEO was once the company, right? Mm -hmm. And so like, you know, Todd Carmichael synonymous with Lacolum for a lot of people, right? Mm -hmm. And that continues to this day. Um, but you have a marketing team, you have mm -hmm. a finance team, you have operations, you have all kinds of um, teams that are supporting the growth of the company and mm -hmm. the products that the company produces. Um, and then you start to get away from like the focus on the CEO, right? right. And so the CEO needs mm -hmm. to be branded right. as a Absolutely. CEO. Right. He, he elevates, right? And so I was brought in to kind of 
you know, facilitate that elevation of the CEO. We just gotcha. did his um, website, mm-hmm. tycarmichael.com. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Melissa. Yep. Yeah, Melissa Hall. <laughs> yeah. Melissa also Alam. a friend to the show. <laughs> yes, yep. friends, of, yep. friends of the show for sure. Yep. Um, uh, there are things like getting stationary. I know, you know, it could seem small, but but you know, a letter from the CEO to someone could oh, yeah. mean like wonders for, for sure. retention in a company. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sometimes CEOs get overwhelmed with asks. People are constantly asking and you know a lot of times CEOs want to say yes to a lot of things mm-hmm. um, I serve as the person that gives you a straight definitive answer right right so so if you know if it's like hey you know but do you pass everything to him to kind of like no okay so, so you kind of are the buffer in between I'm a he buffer. has total trust yeah. in you to yeah. kind of make those decisions without him have to actually yeah because my my role is to minimize his stress correct okay right? Let him work, worry about his brand and whatever, and you keep the machine. Yeah, because a lot of times working. these asks, people want to go straight to the CEO. Mm-hmm. And before this was, you know, okay because the company was much smaller. Right. It was operating as a startup for 20 years. Um, but we're moving into this more corporate environment where, right. I mean, there's all kinds of asks, and people still think they can go straight to the CEO mm-hmm. when it's a marketing ask or it's, you know, they there's a company that's starting and they want to know about distribution mm-hmm. or they want to know about, like, shipping and right. how, you know, how we got into it and they think that like going straight to Todd is like the best way mm. and I kind of like redirect do you, do you think him having that personality personality that he, that he has mm. kind of people are like oh he, you know he'll answer me like kind of kind of way he or... totally gives me Gary V vibes you know the um yeah, yeah the, and, like yeah. the speaker Gary V who is always he's very like, straightforward he's very straightforward yeah. he definitely gives me that that vibe yeah he he's very straightforward definitely um, yeah, I would say because you know Gary Vee can be. Yeah, he's throwing f bombs like, now. Yeah, but he doesn't. He's not hurting your feelings. No, like, he's very direct. Yeah, but no, also knowing what he's talking about. So, do you think that's a reason why people think they can have a direct line of communication to him? Um, you know, he's just a very approachable guy. Mm-hmm. I would say that. But I think when you get into like introductions or you get into like needing time, like you know. CEO's times mm-hmm. across any company are, is very limited, like mm-hmm. especially if you have a family that you need to focus on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so yeah, I mean, I would say that he does give off that, you know, very like approachable. But I think like, you know, all these asks they pile up, right? Yeah. And so you have to have people managing those asks, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And like everything mm-hmm. falls, things fall through the cracks sure. when you're when you're busy. So like, it's good to have people around you that'll catch it for sure. Yeah. So how do you kind of like balance being the person behind um, Todd Carmichael and just being you? Like, I know you're doing a lot of balancing with your job with him, but you also have to spend time with yourself, right? Yeah. I spend a lot of time with myself. (laughs) I see you're like a world traveler. Yeah. How do you manage that time? Um, Hmm. You just so I'm I'm gonna compare it to working at the city of Philadelphia and Department of Commerce, okay. where like networking was like the bread and butter, right? If I wasn't in the room, then I wouldn't know, you know, some of the concerns <clears throat> that constituents had, um, and like my role was to be seen and involved and kind of just push things along and be a connector and move things um, for people, um, and then coming to La Colombe, I think. Um, the first, you know, six months, it 
it was uncomfortable, right? Mm. Because like I'm working in a new corporate environment. Mm-hmm. I'm in the private sector for the it's first a time. Yeah. yeah, and you're kind of like, oh my gosh, am I doing this right? You know, right. am I am I doing this job right? You know, and my role wasn't really a defined role. It was mm. kind of just to be, you know. So there was no one in your position before no one you. No was in my position wow. before me. Okay. No. Um, and it, you know, it's kind of cool that he recognized that he needed someone to kind of just like manage these communications and, and kind of push things along on his behalf and be present on his behalf. Um, oh, what was the question again? So yeah. So managing Netflix and Netflix <laughs> a lot. I like Amazon prime. I will spend the $4 for <laughs> each film or whatever. Yeah. The film and the $15. I just, you know, the R Kelly, yeah. um, <laughs> surviving R Kelly, $15 that should be like free. I mean, right I think I should have just listened to when they said he did stuff to girls <laughs> and not had spent the $15. Cause that's all the, the whole eight hours of the series. That's all but, it was. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. okay, I knew this part. Right, <laughs> and, and as we move forward today, we were right where we said we were going to be at some point. He just got picked up by Homeland Security yes. and the feds the other day. <laughs> no, real talk. We talked about this. Uh, we And we all said this is eventually going to happen at some point, and it happened, yeah. Sorry, you spent the $15 on and, um, You didn't have to. Worst $15 you ever spent. Right? I wanted to be close to it. That's cool. That's cool. Story. <laughs> but traveling, how do, um, where do you like to go when you travel? Yeah. Um, where do I like to go when I travel? Or where's your favorite place that you've been to? Columbia. So really? I just came back okay. from Columbia a month and a half ago. Work or just or pleasure? Um, no, not even work mm. for pleasure. Mm. A lot of my coworkers, they travel like everywhere. You know. Well, Columbia has great coffee too. Yeah, so yeah like, they do. Yeah. They do have wonderful. You know what? Where doesn't have good coffee? Aspen, Colorado. I don't know if it's like <laughs> the altitude that Maybe like it doesn't the brew bees right. Or something, yeah. <laughs> But, like, every single cup of coffee I had there was, like, so I just stuck to matcha lattes. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of cities, speaking of, like, just different cities that have good coffee or not, like Portland. They say Portland's, like, a really big coffee city. Seattle. Seattle, Mm -hmm. Northwest. Have you been somewhere where you went and they're like, yo, this coffee is bomb? Oh, yeah. Like where? Seattle. Yeah. Seattle, Washington. But there's also a Starbucks on every single corner. Really? Like, it's ridiculous. It's like like McDonald's, but, like. Is that where their headquarters is? That's where their headquarters is. Washington. I'm not a big, you know, I'm not uh, a really a huge coffee drinker, so. Yeah. It's yeah. like, are you guys in? Not a mermaid lover, so. <laughs> it's overrated. Yeah, it, it's it overrated. is. So, were you, were you big into coffee before La Cologne? I would drink coffee, yeah. Um, yeah, I was big into coffee. Okay. Yeah. So, what parts of the industry didn't you really know about before you um, came in? Consumer packaged goods, which okay. is, um, so consumer packaged goods is that can that you see mm-hmm. at the grocery store or the 7-Eleven or in our cafes. Yeah. Um, and that's because that is like the tip of the avalanche. Mm. You know, that's like the the very top of the the. That's what happens after all the other things, right? And so at the very bottom of that is manufacturing. Mm -hmm. And that's like, you know, factories and, you know, plant managers and like cost of goods sold. And like, you know, what are we going to like? How much money are we going to make on this? Like, what's our margin? And there's like a lot of finance that goes behind Mm -hmm. it. Everything and even and even on the design part, like what is the can gonna look like? What's gonna be on the yeah, logo? What's yeah, yeah. I mean, there's like the ten iterations of a can, of right. a product that we're working on right, right now, like wow. the design. 
Um, and then it's like, what's it going to taste like? So mm-hmm. I sit on the R&D team mm-hmm. uh, with the CEO. That's research and development for yeah. those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so we taste everything. We put things in our mouth we don't want to put in our mouth. Like what? <laughs> like, right, uh, like what? Like, like what's you know, gross? Like, like different variations of one drink, right? Um, and a big thing at La Colombe is the texture. Like okay. Todd really focuses on the texture of the beverages. He wants to get it right. Yeah, I think that's why I like it. Because Yeah, it's like a Guinness, but right. it's coffee. Right. You know. Interesting. It's That was a lot for me. Like when <laughs> I had my first one, because it's a booth. I'm not a beer and I'm not a big coffee drinker, but I was like, oh, I could... This is pretty good. Snack me one. I can take one of these. I was like, this is, this is kind of cool because it kind of still reminded me of like an iced coffee kind of soda, but it wasn't too like harsh on my stomach. Yeah. And it, it was it was cool. It was smooth. That's you know, the word I'm looking for. Lactose free. Yes, that that's exactly why it was. Yeah. It it was smooth. It was really smooth. So we're gonna take a quick break. Sure. But when we come back, we're gonna talk more about some like women empowerment stuff. I yeah. see you at a lot of different events, um, and then just talk about you know just day to day stuff that Heather likes to do. Yay. All right. Yeah. All right. It's your girl, Lauren Reed, right here on Water Ice Radio. Got my boy, Jada Gentleman, here. Yeah, yeah. I got Heather Cotter in the building. Whoa. Ooh, I got it right. Y'all see that? Whoa. I never get anyone's name right. <laughs> Not on the first try. <laughs> Not on the first try. Uh, we will be right back, you guys. We are back, everyone. It's your girl, Lauren Reed, right here. Water Ice Radio, the Lauren Reed Live Show. And we are in the building with Heather Cotter, she is the senior aide to Todd Carmichael from La Colombe. Heather is here, and we're talking about her world travels and her experience in day the to business. Days. Yeah, her day-to-day stuff, which is really cool. So I hate to say this is the year, but we see a lot in like the public. Like this is the year of the woman. Like everyone's like standing up. Enough is enough. <laughs> really? <laughs> is that how you feel? <laughs> Am I wrong though? So, how is it to kind of be like a woman in power? Like you're like behind like the the CEO, and then like you're like kind of like next in line. The the stuff comes through you. Mm -hmm. Like how does that feel? How does it feel? Has to feel good. You know, it feels there. I think with a lot of responsibility, or with a lot of power, comes a lot of responsibility. Right. So, you know, to whom much is given, much is yeah, required. Yeah, and you're representing other people. So yeah. there is, you know, there's a stress in that. Mm-hmm. And I think like what I've learned in the past year there is that with all this privilege that comes with this position, um, there's also a lot of um, thinking that happens in your head and opportunities for you to become stressed out. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've learned to actively like turn off caring. You know, mm. like like being able to compartmentalize certain like parts of my life or certain, you know, of, um, and I'm going negative here, but like, you know, okay, a lot mm. of times, you know, people aren't fully understanding of your position or what you do. Okay. Sometimes you can't even explain all of it to people because it's it's one, not their business and two, you know, confidential. Um, so there's a lot of times where you're where you are, you know, you're wondering, am I getting the respect that I deserve? Or right. um, am I being taken seriously? Like, do these people understand my role, you right. know? And um, so, yeah, it's great being, you know, you know, right-hand man to the CEO, but there's also um, a lot of managing of one's mental capacity or mental so status. S- I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say, because well, with that, do you feel like some weird pressure because you're a woman of color in this position to mm-hmm. kind of like oh yeah yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um 
Yeah, because, I mean, I look around and, you know, not everyone looks like Thank me. Mm-hmm. I think most people around me don't look like me. Mm-hmm. Um, so so wondering if, if it, you know, you know, if an instance happens where I feel like I've been um, disrespected, addressing it right away rather than festering on it. You know that, that saying where they say what you eat doesn't make me yeah. go right. to the bathroom? Right. Shit. Um, yeah, it's okay. We can say it. We can say it. So, you know, if something happens where you feel disrespected, there may just be an over an oversight on the other person's part, not knowing how offensive their comments were to you. Mm. And so you addressing it and saying, when you say things like this, it makes me feel ABC, you know? And, and also... Yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, continue, please. <laughs> um, and and I think a lot of the confirmation of that disrespect is in how they react to when you tell them. Right. So so mm. not taking that first incident, you mm. know, and and harping on it, but addressing it right away. I mm. think minutes, minutes after it happens, wow. you okay. should be addressing it. So as a, I just recently went to a woman's conference through my, my full-time job. Um, and one of the questions that came up was about women being kind of what is perceived overly aggressive mm-hmm. or overly emotional about mm-hmm. things, especially women in leadership positions. Mm-hmm. So you said that you address it like right away. Mm-hmm. So is it a way that you kind of um, respond or address things mm-hmm. right away without having to take the emotion in what people may call the aggressiveness out of it especially a woman of color like I think sometimes when we have to address things mm-hmm. it almost feels as though that we're coming off as attacking like someone aggressive or, like we're, or I mean and we may not even be coming off aggressive but it almost like it's a uh, ugly halo over our head that that's what's going to be like a snapback stigma yeah. a stigma right or right away so like what's your approach when it comes to having to kind of low-key put people in their place mm. but still kind of which probably like, happens a lot because in the position yeah. you're in yeah so i mean there's a few ways <laughs> um, <laughs> if if someone makes a a comment towards you that's disrespectful and there's other people witnessing simply mm. saying no like no and turning back and doing whatever you were doing in the first place. Mm. And, and you know, that that sets off a trigger of events in that person's own brain. But, right. like, mm-hmm. just letting them know that you're not going to talk to me like this in front of the people. Because mm-hmm. if you don't address it right then and there, then everyone around Feel them like that's present that. feels like that, you know, they can do the same thing to you. Um, uh, the other thing is, um, you, know, I, you know, if you get isolated, right? You know, that's that's a fact. Right. Mm -hmm. And um, isolation happens when you're called out specifically, you Mm -hmm. know, especially when you're called out specifically in a room where no one else looks like you. Mm -hmm. Um, And it it seems to happen for no reason or. Yeah. And you're just like (laughs) me. So the fact there is that you were isolated. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I think starting with the facts, Mm -hmm. like having your feelings be you know, secondary mm-hmm. to what are the facts of the situation. Right. right. And if there's witnesses, you know, having witnesses that Receipts. can can <laughs> can back up, you know, that right. that fact. If it's isolation, if it is um man, isolation's just big in my head right now. But um yeah, just stating the facts first. Do you feel like you come across a lot of people who feel that you shouldn't have your position be like like people feel like you're not qualified enough or I mean like why did why Heather like why is she in this in this position like the people that you 
that you may come across when pe- you introduce yourself as your title? And oh, no. Yeah. But also, I don't care. <laughs> like, as you should. You know, like my role is is to be a confidant right mm-hmm. and it's to to execute and to kind of push things forward on mm-hmm. his behalf on my Got ceo's it. behalf um so when anyone else's opinion is doesn't really matter because as long as i am satisfying my role under right. my ceo like that's i think the benefit of being in this role is that i have one person to please. Right. that's it you know sorry not sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Understood. You got it. No. So, um, I'm just kind of like big on like kind of like the the women in power. I mean, I'm in where I'm in a business right now where a lot everyone is kind of like, oh, you know, let's tilt each other's, you know, let's fix each other's crowns, let's mm-hmm. kind of like big each other up and be like um, in the circle of really powerful women. Um, how do you stay connected with all those women that you come across in these different networking? events and you know different events that are happening across the city to kind of keep those women elevated and empowered to kind of be where they are right now yeah um coffee is number one (laughs) and i think relationships are key number number one um yeah so you know a lot of times i meet i meet a lot of women all the Mm -hmm. time and there's always this like let's have coffee let's have coffee and i'm always down for coffee let's schedule the coffee but um communication sometimes falls off in the text messages right you know but i mean i'm all for giving my number out and being accessible and available Mm -hmm. um i have one lady who we've been trying to get together for like months now but we're still trying you know (laughs) that's cool um but inviting each other to things and going and and um I think in the last six months, I've kind of like died down on my socializing just because I've been tired. You know, I think it takes a lot of mental capacity Mm. um, to be here in this role. Um, But like a lot of my girlfriends, I just, you know, if I think one girl is great, I introduce her to another one. Like, it's kind of like a vetting process where it's like, okay, you're cool. Now you can hang out with like, <laughs> like I'm bringing you into the fold. Uh-huh. And then they talk about opportunities. So it's not necessarily coming, like any opportunities coming like directly through me. Gotcha. But it's always like your secondary, like, um, line of, of connection to a person that that's will dope. end up like doing something good. I like that. That's, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. That, and that's kind of like how we met was through those kind of circles and yeah. just mutual friends. And I've always seen you around and I've always, you know, with Melissa Alam, mm-hmm. uh, we've always, your name would come up in conversations, whatever. And I was like, well, I haven't, like, I haven't seen you in person. So I was like, where is she? So I kind of like had to like maneuver certain things to be like, yo, I like, I want to have someone from Lock Loam on here. She seems dope. Let's get it. And that's kind of how it just works. Cool. You just make it, you just make yeah. it work. Yeah. You know, Pyle. Yeah. Um, Pyle was asking me yesterday. She's like, I have a friend. I'm going to get him on the stage. You know, we were at All Love Fest and she's like, how do you think I do it? I'm like, and I'm like, you meet the organizers. You ask them to coffee. Because, you know, you can't. And so this is um, going off on another tangent, but, you know, I, it's all based in relationships, mm-hmm. right? And so, like, you know, that, like, halfway decent rapper that ended up on stage, you don't know why he's there, knows somebody, and that's mm-hmm. how he got on stage. Mm-hmm. He wasn't dope. <laughs> 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 but he finagled he his just, way And I'm it. not saying specifically. We're not mad at that, that right? Yeah, yeah it's, it's all relationships. Yeah, you absolutely. Know? It's, it's who and you I, maintain connection with. Like, I probably know who she's talking about, her her friend yeah I bet I, I bet I know who it is but that's like 
Oh. Sorry, Pyle. Got <laughs> you out there. No, so like, I mean, let's kind of like circle back to like the the, the business part um, of La Colombe and kind of like the toughest things that you guys got to overcome because coffee, especially now, is such a big business and there's mm-hmm. a lot of competition with local and, you know, to the, the Starbucks of Starbucks. the world. How do you maintain that brand to where people are still going to go to it? And how do you kind of finesse your way through all of these new up and coming uh, up and comers and whatnot? Hmm. Uh, no one's occupying the space that La Colombe's occupying. You have mm. the Starbucks um, client, you know, clientele that they are used to a certain grade of coffee. Right? Yep. It's never going <laughs> to really elevate up to the La Colombe standard. So we're occupying a premium space that's like way, way, way undersaturated. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, you know, we've come become some kind of a, a cult brand, right, where, mm-hmm. like, our marketing is dope, the things that we do is dope. Um, uh, I want to say that we're basically a marketing boutique firm, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. a boutique marketing firm because we focus so heavily on the way that the product looks and sticking to, um, you know, kind of like the roots of La Colombe. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you guys see the dove everywhere, but mm-hmm. like, yep. I, like people are wearing t-shirts and hats and I have mm-hmm. socks and like bags and like, um, but also the events you guys hold. Uh, like, yeah, yeah. Star, Starbucks is not holding like open mic night. Natives. You know, they, mm-hmm. it, you yeah, know yeah. what I mean? The chill moodies and stuff yeah. like that and having those type of events is very relatable. I, yeah. I guess the word I want to mm-hmm. use, like yeah. people feel invited to come in and hang out and like, chill like and feel like feel good being there so is there like a story behind how you guys started to do those type of things like holding events and things at your your headquarters so i was not there when they started doing hope and fury okay yeah i think yeah that's what i'm talking about i started in july the first hope and fury was in june okay uh last year 2018 and um yeah and so i think the story is from what I hear Mm -hmm. is that Todd went to South by Southwest and he enjoyed, you know, the panel talks Mm -hmm. and um, the music and kind of like the bringing together of a community. And he wanted it to grow into something um, in Philadelphia, like Mm -hmm. Philadelphia needs the South by Southwest. So um, I think the goal was to start with hope and fury and kind of just like, you know, wedge our way into that space and, and hopefully grow it to something bigger in the future. Where it's like, you know, maybe a block party or a festival or um, something really cool that is centered on the community and the issues in the community. Uh, yeah, I want to go back to like how you said like that, that boutique knit, like kind of niche marketing. I feel like that's one of those, I don't want to say wave because I feel like people throw it away, but it is one of those things where it's, if you do it right, it could be definitely be beneficial. And one brand that I like to follow because someone put me onto it was um, uh, Topo Chico. They do the... Um, yeah. Uh, mineral water really good bubbles yeah, yeah. it's great and like but they, it's like they, they created a whole cult following because they have really cool shirts and mm-hmm. they'll do events like that like it, do you think that's going to be something that eventually these bigger corporations are going to try to like catch the wave and it's going to be too well they can't yeah. though because they're so big mm-hmm. right and you have all these checks mm-hmm. and balances in a larger organization the bureaucracy I mean you know Comcast I don't know I'm sorry I'm, no, I'm you're pulling good. you into this you're but good. I don't think Comcast could do a La Colombe I, like they would have the resources. You but are in the building, though. But. Yeah, <laughs> we are in the building. We are in the building. Yes, yes we wedged out. Yeah. Um, 
Starbucks, Starbucks was there did. a few you years did. back. Mm-hmm. And now La Colombe's there. Wow. Um, what I'm saying is from yeah. a marketing standpoint is it. that like it, there'd be so many checks and balances and that edge would get lost. Gotcha. Right. Absolutely. And I think La Colombe still has the edge to them. We still have a CEO that's like widely outspoken mm-hmm. in politics. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I think that like as long as we stick to our roots and still stay a reflection of our roots that you know people will continue to like you know catch on Mm -hmm. do you feel is there any pressure to kind of to you guys are really big so i don't even want to say expand but do you feel like there's any pressure to kind of be like the starbucks and stuff like that where you do have to go through all those checks and balances or do you guys like no we're good so yes okay yes there's definitely pressure um, are you talking about pressure from like we want cafes in our city or uh, pressure from the like of be expanding to the point where like you were just saying like with a Comcast there's so many checks and balances that you have to go through so probably at the end of the, the tunnel they're like nah that probably wouldn't work for this corporation yeah. so I mean like pressure to get that big and expand to yeah, that yeah no okay. no I don't think there's a pressure to get that big I think there's pressure to maintain our growth because we are growing really fast yeah um but I don't think we'll ever be a Comcast or a Starbucks, okay. right? And that's okay because mm-hmm. um, we want to give you quality premium yeah. um, experiences, okay. right? And it's not it's not ever going to be watered down. Like, you know, we want to stay close to our core, mm-hmm. and that is the coffee, right? Oh, and the focus is the coffee. And, and you know, we're not... We're not expanding, you know, into India or, <laughs> you know, and I think whenever you have, you know, a massive cafe operation, mm-hmm. then you have to have a massive headquarters operation. You have to have a massive, you know, you have marketing um, operations and that marketing. So right now we're in six cities, L.A., Chicago, D.C., Philadelphia, uh, Boston. Uh, did I say six? Yeah. No, you said five. I said five. Sorry. <laughs> Philly, New York, L.A., D.C., Boston, Chicago. Chicago. That's okay. six. Um, and we can cater our marketing to those markets. Okay. Right? right. And you get too big mm-hmm. and you lose, you know, the soul of the company. Um, and, uh, yeah. So. Cool. So, no. <laughs> In short, no. <laughs> no. All right, so I'm going to kind of go left here, but it's something that we love to talk about here. We always love to talk about relationships, dating, all that other good stuff. She's like, shit, why did I come here? Right? <laughs> oh, yeah, we do that too. We do. We talk about we talk about that stuff as she sips her, right. her drink, right? Well, I mean, because you're, you know, I'm sure with the position you're in, you, you're busy. You yeah. do, um, you have a lot of engagements you got to do and just with the work itself. Like, what is it like? dating right now as a, in your in, as a person in your position i can't go on tinder <laughs> and i can't go on bumble all right i was about to say well with tinder why would you want to no no <laughs> but, but, you know like you can't go on the internet dating sites because right. people know you and then you'll be screenshotted and sent around in right. the back channels um i think that's a fear right <laughs> and it does happen mm-hmm. it's a fact um what do i do about dating like how like like I date myself. <laughs> self-love. Yes, self-love. I give myself a lot of self-love. <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> so, I mean, do you get approached by a lot of different people to try to, like, you know, to see if they can shoot their shot no. type of thing? 
Really? No, I think surprisingly, no. I think it's an intimidation thing? No, I don't know if it's intimidation. I think it's like a vibrations thing. Mm. Like, I don't know. (laughs) Like, I get, I get, um, you know, ghosts from from something's past. What's that? I don't know. Girlfriend's thing. Ghosts, ghosts from, from boyfriend's ghosts past. Ghosts from boyfriend's past. <laughs> I don't have a lot of exes hitting me up either. A lot of hey, big like heads. People, people will hit me up on LinkedIn. Be like, huh. hey, just seeing how you're doing. I hear, I hear that. I, <laughs> really? Yeah, that, like, like LinkedIn's like the new, like, yeah. The way to slide into the DM. More professional with it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I try to stay out of you know, friend circles that are close, maybe out of town. I think I try to stay out of town. I actually am out of town right now. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. So, yeah. She's writing notes. Like, <laughs> I, have a, I have a secret bay out of town. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody knows about them. Nope. You get well, the. Some people know about them, but. But, like, not like it's not. It's, it's on, your people. It's, it's, it's like, on the people. It's yeah. not like on the gram. Yeah. He's not your man crush Monday. Yeah, no. Okay. You won't find him. Yeah. Right. <laughs> See? He's off the radar. You get to go visit. You get to come back. Mm-hmm. Actually, sounds like the way to go. Stealth, man. You gotta go stealth mode. That's good. I I appreciate that. But well, n- well, let's, let's be real. You, okay. You know, that's not gonna be you. That's not gonna be you. <laughs> My king is here. Like, like let's go. Like, You're trying on. to play me. <laughs> <laughs> this happens all the time. No, I think that I think actually people are gonna I feel like you guys would be surprised. Like I'm not dating any I'm yeah. not dating anybody. It is no like is is nobody on the scene. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like the more you get into a place of position of power and more in the I guess people want to call the limelight per se, mm. it gets more difficult. Yeah. I mean, and you have to be real, real careful of who you try to bring in the, no, in the I, fold. I rem- well, I remember when you had that one picture, the, it was your homie. It wasn't even like, um, I, oh, uh, your phone blew up. You're like, who's that? Who that? You're like, yo. Like, like literally, like, <laughs> I think it was last year for my birthday. And like, I know someone who curates events in the city and he hooked me up with like a table somewhere for my mm. birthday and we took a picture together and literally everybody was like, this is Bay," And I'm like, mm-hmm. no, it's <laughs> not like he's a friend. And yeah. it's like, they immediately want to jump on the bandwagon that everyone that you post mm. when you're single has to be Bay. And I'm like, nah, that's not, I'm, I'm actually, I think people think that I would be the one to probably post Bay. I'm actually going to be the one not to. Interesting. Like I just I just don't want to do it anymore. I think it's so oversaturated. Like you just have to post more dudes. Don't so leave it at one. So I but I hang <laughs> out with t- Ooh, listen, I hang out with tons of dudes. I yeah. I hang out with these guys and then you know my my one of my really close friends Jordan, he it was so funny. Like we had the any given Saturday, the brunch, mm. and he bought his girlfriend and like some of my friends was like Jordan has a girlfriend? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. He, they were like, but you guys are hanging out all the time. And I was like, that doesn't mean that we have to be yeah. in some type of, you know, intimate relationship. Like, I can be friends yeah. with guys, right? And I just feel like it's just automatic. They have to attach you to someone. Yeah. And I'm like, it's too much pressure. Yeah. yeah. Like, chill out. just chill out. Because <laughs> I, I posted someone on Instagram. Like, calm, let's let's all calm down now. Like, so <laughs> I think that's what people think. But I don't know. I'm, I'm getting like, a little yeah. bit more chill with that. Yeah. I know you won't be posting anybody. Oh no, I'm stealth mode all day. I've been all on, day I've been on team cloak for for a while. <laughs> I don't, yeah. Not team I just feel like cloak. certain like when it comes to certain stuff like that, I'm kind of very to myself. Yeah. Um, because I feel like my personality is enough for people, <laughs> let alone trying to you know whatever. I didn't feel like this way before, but I think there is something in the mystery of it all. Yeah, for the me. anonymity um, is great. 
before I I wasn't that girl. Like I was your annoying man crush Monday girl. Oh, me like too. I was I, I was yeah. I was that girl and they all ended up being clowns. I mean I'm just being I mean it's going to yeah. be and it is always ends up having to be a story about why yeah. like where is such and so, such So y'all both said that y'all were that person. What when was that moment when you were like I'm going to stop being that person? <laughs> I think the feeling that I didn't have to explain anything to anyone anymore. I think growing up, mm. you're like, well, I mean, I'm what excited. happened was, and also like everyone feels like they're entitled to opinion about your life, mm. right? And so, like, if you know, if you don't update someone that you broke up with someone, you know, they're gonna assume that you're still with someone, yeah. and then like when you're with the next guy, they're gonna be like, what happened? There, there's a bunch of assumptions that happen with information. So you give someone five cents, you mm-hmm. know, they're gonna come up with a whole dollar's worth of more opinions, sure, of sense to put in, mm-hmm. you know. So, so for me, honestly, um, this platform became that time when I felt like I don't need to be that girl anymore because mm-hmm. I wanted to be. Um, known for who I am and not by who the person that I'm, I'm posting every other week. And, and not that I'm on any, like, I don't got like 10,000 followers. There's nothing like that. Right. But people are mean. Right. Mm. And as soon as you're posting someone, it's someone in your DMS talking about, Oh girl, he used to talk to such and such. And you know, he used to date, whatever, whatever. And then it becomes, that's not your identity anymore. You know what I mean? And I mean, selfish, sorry, not sorry, but Lauren Relive is my brand Mm. and I can't be, subjected to the the foolishness that the comes up tomfoolery yeah that. so like if i happen to associate myself with a clown and he ends up being it and i gotta get rid of him let me do that in private mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what yeah. i mean and it doesn't have to be associated with anything else and i just think honestly age and i, I hate when we talk about like getting older or whatever but age and maturity comes along with knowing your limits and stuff that you just have to stop doing yeah. certain stuff i mean i learned from jay like Everybody don't need to know everything. Everybody don't need to know your next step That's and your next sure. and your next move, right? And I didn't, I didn't, I really didn't get that at first. I was just kind of like, oh, I'm gonna open a book, right? And I am, I still am, right? But it's just certain things that I want to keep private. And I think that in this journey in my life right now, mm-hmm. relationship is something that I want to that I've decided to keep private. Yeah, yeah, it's just. It's hey. just something about it. I know it's a new, it's a new me. Mm. You'll read about it in the book. <laughs> Word. For sure. When it ever, it decides. It, ever, it will come. Stop, Linnea. <laughs> Linnea's in the background like, but when? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm working on it, okay? Stealth I'm working mode, on it. Mode. Everything doesn't come happen overnight. But we will be right back. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to play our game when we come back. The Wheel of Death. It's not the will of death. Wait, her face. She was like, no. Die. <laughs> it's not the will of death, people. But yes. Until will- you come up with another name, that's what it's called. All right, y'all. We'll be back with the will of death. It's your girl, Lauren Reed, right here on Water Ice Radio. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody. It's your girl, Lauren Reed from the Lauren Reed Live Show. And it's your boy, Jay the Gentleman. What up? And we're here to talk to you guys about Water Ice Radio. That's right. We got a lot of great shows for you. A little bit of something for everybody. We got music. We got some culture. Yep. And then we got some movers and shakers. everything in between. Right. So what everyone should do right now is subscribe to Water Ice Radio on all major streaming platforms. You're welcome in advance. Yes, everybody. That's pretty much it. Peace. Bye. And we are back, everyone. It's your girl, Lauren Ree, right here, Water Ice Radio. And it has been a good show so yeah. far. It's about to get better. Birdman, hand rub. Bring them doves out. <laughs> See what they did there? <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> we got Heather Cotter in the building. She is the senior aide to Todd Carmichael from <laughs> Lock Alone. Give us the insides of the business yes, and yes. how she got to where she's at. Um, how you feeling? You good? I'm good. Yeah. Right, well, you're fun. not about to be bad. Oh my god! <laughs> Time for the will of death. <laughs> Are you good? <laughs> That's what we're calling it. Too, call it All right. Else. So you guys already know what it is. This is the will of death game. We're going to spin this will and see if we can find out a little bit more about Heather. Yeah. Maybe about us too. Yeah. All right. So Heather, you get to go first. Nice so and easy. Spin yeah, the easy. will. No whammies. No whammies. No whammies. Big bucks. Oh, yeah, I had to stop it. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. Okay. Tread lightly. What race? Because I am lactose intolerant. <laughs> All right. Whoa, so the <laughs> question was water ice or ice cream? And I definitely was. Favorite flavor? <laughs> um, I like mango and I cherry. I like mango. Yeah, yeah. yeah, mango. So when you go to get what is Philly the first place that you've experienced water ice? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So are you like a Rita's person or do you yeah. like? I like, so there's this place in South Philly. I don't know. John, it's on the east side of okay. of Broad Street, and it's like Eighth and Christian or something, or like down that way. Okay, that's like my favorite place. So I you like more get. like hole in the wall water ice places? Yeah, okay. that's cool. But I mean, Rita's, yeah, yeah. I'll do some Rita's. Yeah. What about yeah. you, Jay? Um, I did like Sadiq's. Sadiq's is good. Yeah. Where's Sadiq's? Oh, uh, West Philly. West Philly. Mm-hmm. I think. So I'm an uptown girl, so I um, am Transilies all day. Mm. Very, very, very good. But they're they're about to open a John's Water Ice. I think it's it's known in West Southwest, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. But they're they're opening up another one in uptown, and it's like rivalry. Whoa. But yeah, but I'm I, I'm actually not a Rita's fan at all. Yeah. Actually, That's... I just got to do like the I got to do the whole. Actually, some of the best poppy stores. Oh, true. Have yeah, yeah, yeah. really, really, really yeah. good yeah, water ice. Joints, and they're yeah. only like a dollar. Yeah. Nice. It's, and it's dope. Those so yeah. I'm all water ice too. Cool. All day long. All right. You next or me? Uh, it's you. All right. <sighs> Big bucks. Big bucks. Uh, no. What's that? Oh, that's an old one. Oh, it's like Golden State. or Oh, that's is an old one. Yeah. Golden State of the Raptors. Well, now. <laughs> <laughs> well, we could talk about it real we quick. We could talk about it, right? NBA free agency has uh, been crazy. It's been nuts. Yeah, yeah. This it's wide open. I don't know who's going to win. Crazy. Um, I'm still, again, I'll say what I've always said, that I am a Curry fan. Like, mm-hmm. I just like yes. Stefan. I like his wife. I like the whole family thing. So, I'm st- with this, I'm going to still say Golden State. But shout out to Kawhi. Yeah. Who shook the whole I was not. Up. I called it. He'll tell it. He'll test. I called it. I knew. And he was leaving this. the Raptors after winning uh, the series. He got series. the little chip. He's like, all right. I'm yeah, and left thing. and went to the Clippers. Yeah. It's going to be a crazy season. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. I can't wait. I, actually, I know people are going to kill me for saying this, but we could skip football. I'm good. Let's go right back into basketball because no, it's about to be so crazy. Yeah, it's going to be nuts. I just want to see like all the matchups. And, it's going to be crazy. Yeah, then, be um, uh, who just got, uh, what's the name? Just went to Houston. Yeah, uh, uh, Westbrook. Westbrook just went to Houston. It's yeah. gonna be like crazy. Uh, it's gonna be a big soap wow. opera. I'm have my popcorn out. ready. All right, you ready? Yeah, let's do All it. All right, I'll spin for Jay. Hmm. I wanted to ask Lauren. Uh, he always wants to ask Lauren anything. Sneakers or shoes? <laughs> Ooh. This is a good one for you. This is a good one. What's your style like? Um. 
I do like a nice pair of shoes. Like I love sneakers. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I do like sneakers. I'm not like a big sneaker head. Like I'm not gonna have like a whole shoe box, one to one to rock, one to drop, or whatever. But um, I like shoes. Um, I've always been more of just kind of like the dapper side of things. Okay. And kind of mixing um, some streetwear with that kind of dapper look. Um, so on a date, what are you doing? Um. I'm trying to put people on, but Cole Haan, you know, the, yeah. they have some nice shoes, man. Yeah. They're comfortable as hell. So it's a little bit more casual on the less dressy, more casual, but they still look dope. How do you nice feel about shoes. like loafers, like a nice little, like a boat shoe? Oh, I, uh, boat shoes, I'm not really feeling. Um, okay. I feel like there's a certain mentality that goes behind with people that wear boat shoes. <laughs> you know what I mean? I feel you. But like loafers, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, R. Kelly seems like he wears a lot of boat <laughs> shoes. Yo! <Yeah. laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm just like, ah, I'm good with the boat shoes. Like, Sperry's, I'm good. Okay. Uh, really, like, I, like, I like some boat Sperry's. They had a good run for a little while. They tried to come back. They had a run. It was, oh, I'm, I'm thinking like the little banana, the snakeskin banana shoes, like the long toes. Oh, no, no, no. Those are more like, those are like those are like pimp yeah. shoes. Those are definitely yeah. pimp shoes. No, both shoes are the That's ones. That's what I meant. Like in purple, <laughs> purple gator, <laughs> <The> lime green, <laughs> lime with green. pinky ring. Yeah, that's total pimp. That's, right. that's a player. Pimp all day, player ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Jerome. No, that's Jerome in the house. That's Jerome in the house. Watch him out. Yes, yeah, for sure. exactly. <laughs> Who's that? From, From Martin? Martin. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we just two shows in a row. We yeah. almost had to kick somebody out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I would, I would, I would pick shoes for sure. Shoes for sure. Even though I do like sneakers, like you know I mean. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah. All right, Heather, it's your turn. If it'll stop on its own. Oh. Almost. Nah. Nah, let's go to brunch or clubbing. Ah, I like that oh, one. Let's do the next. Yeah, brunch or cru- clubbing. Brunch. Ooh, where's your favorite brunch spot? Ooh, I like Park. Really? Yeah, and I like AK A Kitchen. Okay. Oh, A-Kitchen, yeah, okay. A okay. Kitchen's nice. Um, cause I like the quiche at Park, and then A Kitchen, I like sitting on the block and watching nice. people walk. People your people watch her. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and mimosas anywhere. Is- <laughs> <laughs> you know, I come from the DC brunch culture. Yeah. Okay. Where, like we brunch, mm. you know. And that's all you, you, you come here and people, all y'all do. <laughs> people don't brunch here. Mm-mm. Hit people Mm-mm. up. They're like, I'm doing something. It's really hard to get people out to brunch in Philly. I, I keep telling people all the time. I went to college in DC, mm-hmm. and brunching is just day partying and brunching is just like everything on the weekend yeah. to mm-hmm. us in yep. in DC. Like that's. Prime networking time. It's not. And that's why it's, it's not late there. night. It's not like late night. Barcode yeah. is my favorite place. Barcode. Yes. Nice. To go to doing brunch. I mean, it's like a party. It's a party party. It's yeah. like a, it's a day turn party. up. It's a turn up day party. Um, yeah, every those time. were the days. <laughs> I've experienced one not too long ago actually, and I was like, I'm too old for this shit. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, yeah, it's yeah. like it's it's a turn up. It's mm. like a it's a straight turn up. But it's still fine. But I wish Philly would get that culture. I mm. really wish we would get the day day party brunch culture back. Yeah. Like, I mean, popping. It has, yeah. there's like blips on the radar that happens here. Every now and then. Yeah. They're trying to bring it a little bit, but it's nothing like D.C. Yeah. Uh, at all. Yeah. Fair enough. to D.C. Why don't you just move there then? Uh, <laughs> I can't afford it. <laughs> right, me either. <laughs> I mean. All right. I can't, That's ask, hilarious. I can't ask myself anything, so you take this as your spin. Okay, ask Lauren anything? Yeah. Ooh. What you been 
winning one of these. Oh my god. Where do you see yourself in five years? Please, are you serious right yes, now? Yes, I am. <laughs> five years, I will talk be, your shit. I will right now. I'm about <laughs> to do it. In five years, I will be a best-selling author. Okay. Um, I will have taken the Lauren rebrand to another level. Okay. Um, I've already have a name and everything planned out for it, but it will be a movement. We will be doing seminars and um, events and just doing a whole bunch of different stuff. Why did you want me to ask you that? That's a great question, and that was a great answer. Uh, I mean, no. As long I, as I can get the foreword in your book, I mean, I'm good. I know. Let me do that. <laughs> you will. Um, this podcast will be syndicated. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, listen, just blessings on blessings on blessings. I just think 40 will be a great year for me. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Nice. Thank you. Uh, yeah. So well, that so was this, my question. That was your question? Yeah, yeah. so you. Oh, wait. I wanted to, You should ask Lauren anything. Oh, yeah. You get to ask me anything. Yes. Sorry. We usually do that. Yeah. Where'd you go? To the, school to in D.C. Went yeah. to Howard University. To Howard, okay. Yep. So cool. did Linnea. Um, nice. Some of the best times of my life. Ain't you? You know? Uh, we don't get to do that around here often. Yeah. <laughs> no, they don't. Correct. Watch it. Watch it. Watch yourself. See you. All day. All day. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> We're a little bit more, you know, ratchet, but whatever. Yes, I went to Howard, the Mecca. Um, yeah, good times. Cool. Really good times. That's cool. All right, so now I get to go. Yeah. All right. <laughs> no, you already know I want to I wanna brunch, so y'all can tell that by the day. So, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, what is going on here? All right, just pick one. Someone pick one off of this. This will Heather pick one. You, yeah, Heather, you you pick anything for her. Off white or fear of God? <sighs> oh, what, neither. Okay, <laughs> hold on. Nineties R and B or thousands hip hop? Oh, this <laughs> is easy for me. Nineties um, R and B for sure. I am a R and B fanatic. Yeah. Um, I'm always posting stuff like. If he don't know this song, he, no. ain't, he ain't it. <laughs> no, 90s R&B was like everything for me. I'm an 80s baby. So like when I really started to get into the music, into music, it was the 90s. So like Boys and Men, like I was obsessed with Boys and Men. Mm -hmm. Like seriously, um, Troop, nobody really mm -hmm. knows about Troop or High Five. I'm like old school R&B. And I, you know, I actually am old school R&B too shout out to my mom mm -hmm. for always playing like a lot of old school records in the house so like songs that people will be like how do you know this like i'm a huge anita baker fan yeah anita baker's like, yeah sweet love yesterday i was somewhere in a store and sade came on Say no more. sweet you know, as taboo came on and they were that's looking my favorite at me song. really favorite song of all time oh my god and someone was looking at me like i was I like you. yes you now. shout out to sade being the first uh Black Mermaid in a video. She really, yeah. <laughs> yeah she paved the way. Um, but yeah, so like I love old school like R and B. Like that's my that's what about my you? shot right there. Old school R and B. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. If we were to go on your Spotify right now, what what would we see in it? Mm, you would see. You want to go on right now? What's the last I thing have you Amazon listen to? Music. Yeah, like what what's the last <laughs> thing you listen to? What's the last thing I listen to? I hope it's something whack. <laughs> I, I was hoping that it was a, I hope it was like a city girl song. <laughs> uh, what's the last 
last thing I was listening to? Mm. Everybody mad. OT Genesis. Oh, I've been getting to this money. Okay. <laughs> Everybody mad. <laughs> Pulling up to work. Right? You got some Kehlani right there too. Good stuff. I what had Beyonce on this morning. Okay. And then. Oh, 8701. How do I say is a great Ooh, song. Nice to be the joint. I used to say to the girls. Pay Me by Miguel. <laughs> Miguel's that dude. I like That's that. Janelle, Janelle Monet. Bitch better have my money, Rihanna. Let you me, see you a theme here? Yeah. <laughs> is there is it, a theme. Do you have like a routine? Like I have a morning. I, I do have like a morning routine getting ready for work, especially when it comes to music. Like on my way in. Do you have like a, a routine for music? Yeah, I have one of those um, Sonos speakers, uh-huh. and those so you just turn it on by your phone, and mm-hmm. then you eventually get out of bed after snoozing six times. <laughs> I like, I'm not an early riser. Okay. I think they have so many books focused on like rising early. They should you either can they should or you have can. a book focused on sleeping late. Right, right. <laughs> right. Um, uh, yeah, routine. Wipe boogers out my eye, <laughs> brush my teeth, put my contacts in. Any music that gets you just get you ready to go for work? Uh, no, I think I like Andre Day. Okay. Rise up, yeah, that's, that's a good. I love way her. to start She's your morning. Great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So recently, before we go, um, there is kind of like a buzz in the the music industry right now about some comments that were made mm-hmm. from a music mogul, Jermaine Dupri, mm-hmm. just having an kind of sort of an argument with my brother today in the car about this. But he said that they asked him on an interview who was some of his favorite female rappers right now. Because there are a lot in it, you know, out right now, you know, Meg the Stallion is like heating up the airwaves, hot girl summer thing, city girls kind of thing. And he said, nah, I don't have any because all female rappers right now are like strippers. And that ain't what he said. That is what he said. No, what he said what was. I, what did he say? What he said was. That's what he I don't said. Like, he said, I don't have a fem- favorite female rapper because I don't feel like anybody's trying to be the best. And it sounds like they're strippers trying to rap. That's what he said. He called them strippers. No, that's not what he said. He I'm just saying, I'm just strippers. fact checking because I saw that. I was like, that's not he what he said. He called them strippers. He said they sound like strippers trying to rap. That's what he said. <laughs> he so anyways, you may continue. Fact, we can fact check if we want. I don't care. That man called these women strippers. Okay, anyway. And, and I guess y'all can already see where I'm going with what my opinion is. But what I'm saying is, is that the conversation I was having earlier today is a lot of men are siding with him and a lot of women are like that was kind of disrespectful what you said basically so cardi went on her rant well i don't really feel she went on a rant i think what she said was true and i never really agree with cardi basically i don't want to put that out there she basically said that a lot of the social media the blogs you know the audience is not really bigging up the tiara wax shout out mm-hmm. to philly or the rhapsodies, rhapsodies. Um, they're more so giving the spotlights to artists like herself mm-hmm. or the Meg Thee Stallions or the City Girls because what they're kind of like putting out there is what really sells. Like she made a point. She said, exactly. She said, when I did the song Be Careful, when she kind of like had an ode to like her relationship, the problems that she was having, nobody liked that song. But when she was talking about her kitty cat, mm. everybody was, what that, that was what popping. So she was like, most people goes with what sells. So it's not really like these women's fault that this is what their 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 content is. And I kind of like for once agree with her. Like my point this morning to my brother was like if they're not talking about, you know, 
popping on a handstand, mm-hmm. then nobody's really paying attention to them. No, seriously. No, yeah. And I was just like, yo, like, I felt like it was, I kind of almost felt like it was always like that. Like, you know, yeah, Missy was different because Missy was innovative in a, oh, innovative in a way ahead of her time. See, when it first started, it wasn't, it wasn't like that. Cause you it had, wasn't. Like the, like the MC lights, they weren't, you know what I mean? Like there were examples early on where it was like that. And right. And it, obviously there's a shift. There is, it's a huge shift right now. Mm. Right now, sex is really, 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 really big, and the twerk and this and that and stuff like that. But back then, Foxy Brown and right, Lil Kim, they were all the shift very I was raunchy. About. Like in the '90s, that shift. That's when like oh, the Lil Kim. Yeah, so yeah. my question, like, so my question is really like Kim. That was whatever my conversation today. Foxy, they were talking about taking men's money and buying oh, yeah. bags I was just and stuff. To no time the other day. And, you know, I'm trying to say Kim was talking some crazy yeah. stuff on her first album, right? So for so for me, no one said that about Kim. Why is that anything different than Meg? Do you get what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. Like, well, I, I think, think I, don't, the, I don't. I just think kind of his. I definitely think his delivery was was kind of wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I just don't understand. Like, why is it a? I don't know. I guess what I'm just trying to say is like no one was talking. Like I'm saying, no one was saying that type of stuff about Foxy Kim, Nikki for that. Nikki has been talking about stuff like that, and now all of a sudden. All these girls are rapping like strippers. I mean, mm. I don't know. I just think it was kind of harsh. I think it was real harsh. No, no. Was Meg Thee Stallion a stripper before? No, she wasn't okay. a stripper. Cardi, Cardi was, was a stripper. Maybe that was a shot at her specifically. I don't know. No clue. I, I don't. I don't want to touch on Cardi because the Barty fans be like real OD about Cardi. Yeah. Like I don't. You're a Nicki Minaj fan. So I'm not a. Re- I was, I'm a Nicki Monster fan. Let me be clear about mm-hmm. that. It's a it's a it's a type of Nicki there's, fan there's that that I am a fan of. I'm a fan of Nicki Minaj on other people's songs. When she does feature, she's good. Yeah. When I'm not I'm not a Cardi fan as far as her music is concerned. Yeah. But I'm just saying I just don't understand why the narrative of the women rappers right now have to be that they're strippers. Mm. That's my point. Like why does it have to be that way? Mm. When we have the Tierra Wax and we have the Rhapsodies and stuff like that. Like what will it take for them to get that more pushing their platform could we disregard just disregard the one man's opinion that is probably stupid (laughs) i'm down with it your opinion's stupid next (laughs) i mean i think that's basically i mean if anyone saw tiara wax freestyle the other day on instagram i mean i pretty much think she put that in place that that's not what we about that like you don't have a comment on this i'm not jermaine dupree but i'm sure you feel some type of way about it um i i agree with the first half of it is as far as as far as I don't feel like I think he's right. I think people aren't trying to be the best. I think they're just trying to put out. They're trying to make money. I get it. Okay. Um, as far as like him generalizing, I don't agree with. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do feel like there is that. It, it sucks because the only thing that does sell is sex. But to say that nobody was talking about like Kim and them, they they were. It was just that with social media, it's more amplified because there's more voices. Got you. you okay. Know what I'm saying? I so agree that, with that. that 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 I I'll have to dead that. But but it sucks because the 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 rappers like Rhapsody, like you know Tara that we we've, we've mentioned before, they are dope. But I still feel like um, him generalizing is just that kind of like fuck that kind of fucked everything up. But there are they've always, there's always been dope female MCs. It's just that they didn't weren't willing to do. The little but do you think the, they have to have sex behind them? I know we got to wrap it up, but uh, for what though? For them to sell those, t- those, for them to sell those those records. Proof's in the pudding. It sucks. That's where we're at. You yeah. Know? Okay. But like, if you were to ask me, like, oh, who do you like as a female rapper? I'm like, well, 
like I've never really been on that those bandwagons like the Megans and all that. I got they you. can spit, they can spit. Right. But I don't want to hear about your kitty cat all the time. I don't want to, you know what I mean? Like I want to hear some substance once in a while. Got you. I feel you. It's entertaining. Yeah. For the most part. All right, cool. So when we come back, we are going to wrap this thing up. The will of death wasn't that bad, right? Mm-mm. We're we survived. Really, hey. We really, we really got to come up with a better name. I mean, I think that's going to stick. So. <laughs> All right, everybody. It's your girl, Lauren Ree, right here at Ice Radio. We will be right back with the Lauren Ree Live wrap-up. Mm-hmm. We're back. We're back. Lauren Ree Live on Water Ice Radio. Jada Gentleman, Lauren Ree. We yeah. got a special guest, Heather Cotter. Thank you so much for coming in. Thank you. Thank you, guys, for having me. We're going to wrap it up. And uh, just this the part where we kind of, you know, let you do your thing. Any plugs that you want to let us know what La Colombe's got coming yeah. up. Yeah. You got coming up, anything like that? Yeah, so uh, if you're in the Philadelphia area, we have Hope and Fury, our series. Um, it's a concert series coming back. Uh, it's focused on social um, conversations like mm-hmm. mass incarceration mm-hmm. and voting rights and um, you know gender equality. Um, and there's usually free beer there and music, mm-hmm. and that's coming up September uh, we're beginning again and nice. awesome. hope that to sounds see you guys exciting. there. Yeah. Yes. So keep a look sure. out on our social media at lacalomecoffee.com. Or sorry, at lacalome coffee. That's yeah. it. <laughs> at lacalome. And do you care do you want to tell people where you're at on social media? Yeah, I'm Heather Cotter. Um, my last name is Q A D R. So it's Heather rhymes with feather. Dope. So again, thank you for coming through. We really appreciate it. You, know, you have a really busy schedule. Um, so, you know, we love again to have our movers and shakers here. So we can't wait to see what yeah. you got coming up. We always tell all of our guests the first time you hear your guests. But now you are officially Water Ice Radio family. Yes. Yay. So please stop by and anytime you have like any special announcements or yeah. anything big that Lockalome has going on, we want to be a part of that as well. All right, Jay, that's pretty much it. That's it. All right, so everyone, stay tuned to the Lauren Reed Live show right here on Water Ice Radio. Shout out to the whole Water Ice Radio family, the Uncensored Podcast. Make sure you guys are tuned in to them as well. Um, WaterIce.com, your scoop to everything Philly. Make sure you guys are checking us out every single day. We got all the scoop in Philly. Mm -hmm. Check us out on the newsstands, too, Mm -hmm. in Center City. Um, Just a lot more to come. Yes, Water Ice Weekend, August 8th through the 11th. We're working on that, mm-hmm. finalizing all the events. We have our Soul in the City. Yep, July, July 25th. 25th. Thursday, make sure you get your tickets, yep. link in bios. Yep. But uh, that's it. That's it. Follow us on social media too, guys. All right, and as you always know, not all superheroes wear capes, but sometimes, sometimes they, they wear, wear headphones. headphones. Peace. Peace.